Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't call my shit shit either. Move this shit. Move this shit. Move your shit. <clears throat> All right, let's play this song. Okay. Great. I'm being watched by a duck and with a little bit of luck.
All right. Oh, the shit I find. Why do ducks have feathers? I don't know. Why do they have feathers? To hide their butt quacks. Oh, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> That's a way to start the show. Let's talk about quacks. You're a quack. I'm a quack. We're all quacks. I'm living in a quacky world. Two. Twenty, maybe I think. Are we? Two twenty. Did I, think? I say? Did I write it down last week? Let me look at the Spotify. No, We're on not. Spotify. Spotify. Peeps. Spotify. What yeah. up, guys? We are the XD Experience. <clears throat> I'm Inspector Gidget. I'm Alan Caldwell. Also known as. Huh. Also known as. Uh, the Flying V. No. Agent M. Two twenty. I I was right. Yeah. Also known as. Grandmaster Flash. The bearded bat. You're forgetting all your aliases. What the fuck is wrong with you tonight? All of them forgotten. <clears throat> I was reading something. Because we have no beer. We have no, have no beer tonight. None. It's a dry episode. I mean, not dry. I got a monster <laughs> and a Coke. I'm going to yeah, be slamming you, them things why back. Why are you drinking monster at 8.45? I drink monster all the time. Ew. I drink monster at 2 in the morning. I don't give a fuck. Ew. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. All right, whatever. Guys, you can check us out everywhere, xdexperience.com. Uh, you can find all our links to everything. Go check out Brew Hop Hops, our yeah. buddy Jim. Um, got some good things up in the works. Um, what was he about to say? Uh, I did not watch Blue Books, so don't spoil <gasps> anything. I have not seen it. I did not get a chance. If I would have known you were going to come an hour late, I, I, I could have watched okay, it. Okay, first of all, you could, you had since 6.30 to watch it. I know your, I know your schedule. I know you're yeah, home at a certain I, time. Yeah, and I was like, all right, she'll be here at 7.30. Let me get in the shower, eat dinner. So I did not Fuck watch you, it, so but I will watch it. it. Damn no, it. I'll, I'll watch it tonight. Well, I can't spoil shit. Nope. Man, I will say this. It's a very... Uh, <laughs> Well, they never Skinwalker no, Ranch no. didn't even exist when they never Blue Book well, was around. They talked, yeah. So, but it was a very um. Ooh, sorry about that. What the piece. fuck is that? What's the word for it? A uh, paranormal episode, but it had a good twist ending. I just didn't. Did you see that thing I posted on um Instagram of Quinn? No, I have not been on Instagram today. Let me just put. Let me just show you this. It's not a spoiler alert, but I was very yeah. like confused by it because. <laughs> Don't be doing that shit. I'm Don't not. be spoiling. I'll fuck I'm you not. up. Look, what's up with his collar here? He's like Dracula. <laughs> He's got his collar popped. It looked very weird. He's got his collar Look popped. Look at that. That's extra popped. Yeah. That's Dracula style <laughs> right there. The whole I'm like, what the fuck? I'm talking about shapeshifters, and I'm like, why is Quinn? That's what he is. Pop collar like that. Whatever, man. He's Whatever. Like, Pop All right, guys. We have a lot to talk about today. Um, bitches try to get it, Joe. There is some sad news in the world. Is there? Yes. Why? The coronavirus. That ain't, it's all fucking made up. It's everywhere, guys. It's everywhere, oh but nowhere. Calm down. <laughs> the amount of people Relax. I see at like Walgreens come in to buy like water. Like We've been sold out of hand sanitizers and masks forever. Ever. All right. And I'm like, okay, and like, I mean, look, just so, keep wash your fucking hands. Exactly. Everybody be all right, and don't touch your face. It's like anything right. else. More people are going. It, it's only affecting. Well, look, um, it's affecting old people. It's affecting people who traveled, lung disease patients. It's just, it is. It's a fucking look. This is the fifth coronavirus we've had. Yes, yeah, we'll SARS is a type of. We'll a move past it. So, it's fine. Relax. It, I just don't like the name. It's like novice. Z- C zero 
one nine something. Eplorum unis. <laughs> it's like very, very strange. Uh, so yeah, guys, just I went on Amazon just to see how much like a bottle of hand sanitizer was going because like we've been sold out for forever, and people were selling like bottles like like your soda can. Oh, I washed for this. like thirty dollars. I washed this, mine, not yours. It's probably why I, I sound louder and cleaner. How fucking rude! Maybe people can actually hear me. I mean, they could hear me all the time anyway. But don't I? Sound you didn't wash mine. No, it's your shit. You, I'm not picking up your. Germ it lives infested, at your house, right? So you can take it home with you tonight, clean it, and bring it back. Fine, I'll take the whole mic with me. <laughs> no. Yes. The mic stays. No, I need this. I need the whole thing. Otherwise, I'll forget the puff. No, the mic stays. No, I'm taking the mic with me. No, you're not. I'm gonna not. go home and make a wrap. No, album. my mic stay. No. Yes. Lies. Because shit leaves and it never comes back. I always bring shit back. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying All in general. All the time. I'm just saying Whatever. in general. Shit Guys, Judge Judy is ending after 25 seasons. It, does anybody care though? Yes, a it, lot of people who? actually watch it. A lot of people. I know some people that still watch it. Okay, you're the first person I've heard even mention it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Who again? I feel like. <laughs> Yes, so it's ending. People are very upset. Oh, yeah. They're uh, fucking dying in the streets. Yeah. Uh, Law and Order SUV just got renewed for another three seasons. People still watch it. I know, but I, I thought that was a dead show. Still around. People I know. People still watch I it. Just, I, 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 once Christopher Maloney left, I was like, I'm out. It got lame and boring, and they added people that couldn't act. Mm. So I was out, which You're sucks because I do like iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Cop killer! <laughs> But don't worry, guys. Supposedly, they're going to be doing a um, you like a ice? separate show. You like iced tea? A separate show of Ju- of Judge Judy. What are you talking about? You're going to see water tea. Magnesium J. Hydrogen F. Father. Word of your selfless acts on the Earth planet have traveled across the galaxy. The I planet. have changed. I am ready to rejoin my brethren on Alpha B Trio. Very well. Your exile ends today. Welcome home, water tea. <laughs> the Numericons! They're attacking! Battle stations! <laughs> Father! I love you, son. I should have never turned you to ice. Water tea! Where are you going? There's too many of them! Then I better crunch the numbers. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Was it water tea? And the speaking? rise of the new, new, the numerics. Oh, okay. All right. Water tea. Speaking of old things, I do not want a Back to the Future remake. Why not? I don't. Hey. Why? We talked about this last. Why? Why? For why? You because... answered the qu- same question. Why? I'll tell you why. Why? Do you want to know why? why? For why? Question mark. I'm asking. Because you got two people that it would perfectly work for. I don't need it. I don't want it. It doesn't you don't, exist. Just like you said last Wait, week. You, you said, don't. You always say that. Every time I talk about reboots and stuff like that. Why? Why? Yeah, but I also say, if they want to make it, go ahead. I don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I've said that all the time. You can make anything you want. If I don't want to watch it, I, I ain't going to watch it. I don't want it to happen. You can make, you can remake everything under the fucking sun. They are. Then they can. Jay and Silent Bob were right. And you know what? <laughs> and if they're making it, there must be a market for it. So it, it is what it is. But I mean, I don't care what the fuck they remake. I ain't got to watch it. I'm just saying your words. You're always like, but, for why? 
Right. But my words also are, if they want to make it, go ahead. I don't have to watch it. Even if Tom Holland might be in it, I'm not. I'm but not that would be the only it. way it would work. You is think if he's he was the only one. Right now, yeah. I think, okay, if they, they're going to do a Back to the Future reboot, I think they should bring back Eric Schultz and no. do like an... <laughs> <laughs> no. The original Marty no. McFly. No, because that guy doesn't. He never. He won't talk about it. He refuses at everything that has anything to do with it. That guy is never going to. That would be hilarious if they did a reboot with him though, like older, and yeah, he's like. I, nobody wants that. I think it, I would. I would watch that. That's For something what? new. I don't want to watch a new. I don't want to watch the same old. Who same cares old about shit. Eric Schultz? I do. Really? Name one movie he's been in in the last ten years. I know some, but I just can't think of them. All Name me one in the last ten years. I don't know. But exactly. I think it. I, even if even, but I think that it would be a good. I think. No, I think it. it I think it could have potential. No, it I think wouldn't it could have potential. No, like it Alfred. And I wouldn't even. You didn't want to watch. I'd, Alfred. I wouldn't even want a reboot. What I would want would be two universes where you use the old versions you got. Mm-hmm. You know, and. They got it like you got the young version and they got to go meet up with the old version. You could do some kick ass scene where maybe they like help fix the car or something together. There's some cool interaction and boom, they're back in their own fucking universe and they're off going. And you still can have Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, not Crispin. uh, What's his face? Crispin Glover. Because he was only in the first one. Yeah, he was not in yeah. the second one at all. And then actually, they uh, a law is still in effect because they used his he likeness. He created the law. Yeah, yeah, they they used his mm-hmm. likeness for the rest, so they actually got in trouble. Yeah, for the that. guy you see going oh, 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 <laughs> and all that is actually a guy wearing a skin suit over his face, doing an impression of Crispin. Yeah, Robert. and yeah, they got in a lot of shit about that. So but, there you go. And and. If you watch the the back the behind the scenes stuff, that went both ways on that too because that guy apparently he was a fucking weirdo too and was like demanded all kinds of weird shit. It was like really fucked up. Yeah. Oh well, I loved him in the first one. He was awesome. He was yeah. He did but, a good job. But yeah. So yeah, and the other ones, it was not him. Nope. <laughs> Fun fact number two hundred and twenty-seven. Oh, he, he was like deuces. Yep. Um. What else are we got to talk about? Uh, Ben Stiller might be joining um Fast and the Furious franchise. Okay, so <laughs> here's my issue with this. <laughs> I'd like to see him direct one. Don't really need to. I he's a fantastic director. Yeah. Don't really want to see him in one. I but then again, then again, whatever. I I probably won't see it. I so I, I, I haven't I, seen. I stopped watching. Um, I haven't seen the last the like one Paul three. Walker died. I watched. I seen. I watched the one after that, and I I did like that one. Yeah, they're. They, I mean, they got. They're but just then, action flicks. After you know? that, no, I don't care. And you can't sell me that Vin Diesel or what? What? what what's his name in the? Cena. Is no. it Cena? But yeah, but what's his name? Don. You can't tell me that. Dom? Uh, Dom. You can't tell me that he's all about his fucking family, but yet he Maybe doesn't tell anybody. He's all he's got about a... picking his That right doesn't family. make any sense. That yes, makes it does. But all of a sudden he's going to care when this person comes back? Maybe. You don't no. Know. You, we don't That's know stupid. the story. We didn't watch the movie, dumb. so we cannot comment on this. It's dumb. It's dumb. Family. Right. He would have at least made a mention. Nobody Maybe just did. doesn't. Maybe he did, and we just didn't know. Maybe he we did need to not. look it up on YouTube and go down the YouTube he rabbit hole. Not. 
Maybe he at one not. point they're he just did. running out of fucking ideas. They're like, how can we put more cars in movies with Vin Diesel? I think I think if they would and put that bloodshot fucking trailer looks like dog shit. He's bloodshot. ruining that fucking. Oh comics. yeah, that looked awful. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is this? That's I'm like, a comic. That I was he's like, ruined. why is Vin Diesel in this? He's way too fucking. I don't know. I'm he's not too into old. it. Yeah, he's too old. I, I can't. I don't know. I'm not into that. His only thing I really care about him in is Groot. Is Groot? Just be Groot forever. I liked him in um, what was that movie? Iron. Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Well, that's one of the greatest movies ever fucking yeah. made. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I mean, and Vin Diesel. Iron Giant was fantastic. I love that thing. Uh, what else do we have to talk about tonight? I think it would be funny if they did like Hold on. a funny Ben Stiller. Do you want to see the best acting Vin Diesel ever did? Is this the commercial? Which one? <laughs> Where he's dancing. Is that it? Oh, guys, I forgot to mention. Um, so because of the coronavirus... Um, Pollution in China has went down dramatically. Uh, NASA and them took like uh, satellite photos, and it is amazing. So maybe this is God's way of uh, saying, chill out. What are we looking at here? We're looking at Boomer. This is Boomer. He's got the biggest mouth of them all. He's the whale shark. Say hello to that round mound of pound and his power slam. Very he is. And he, has, and he has hair. He loves to tenderize the competition before he eats it. Then we've got Sledge the Hammerhead. Sledge the Hammerhead loves to floor the competition with the flying headbutt. You got me? He's the leader of the street sharks. He's a great one. <laughs> he's got the feels real I don't think this is acting. I think that this is just... <laughs> He's, his special power is the right hand. Why is he fighting punch. the troll turtle? He sends the competition to a watery grave. Boom! Yeah. Show you. I want to show you something up close and personal. I got something here with such fantastic. Look at that vest, that leather vest. <laughs> hand shark! <laughs> I got you. He was cute back in the day. <laughs> he did have some nice muscles, though. Mm. Now he just looks weird. Yeah, that's uh, that's the old Vinster there. Uh, I still have Riddick. Uh, not Riddick. Uh, pitch Black. That my job my, is that to go through the jam, house with man. a You didn't like Chronicles of Riddick? No, I did not. And supposedly they're supposed to be doing another one. And I'm like, uh, no. No, thanks. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So Tom Hardy is in talks to be Frankenstein. Uh, that's fine. I'd rather see him as Wolverine, but whatever. But someone else's might be might be Wolverine. Which makes zero sense. It's your buddy, though. Yeah. And, and, Cavall. and it makes no sense. Why? It's Cavill, too, by the way. He doesn't say Cavill. Cavill. I, I, like, I like pronouncing names wrong, okay? Um, no, there's no... He's Superman. And No, there's. it would be... It, and they just announced that he's going to be in Shazam 2. Like, they're not. He's not oh, going to be what, in Oh, Shazam 2 is finally announced? It's been announced for, like, ever. No, it wasn't. Yes. It was shelved for a little bit. No, Yes, it was we not. even talked about this. No. Because we were talking about why we hadn't heard anything. No. Yes. Yes. <sighs> yes, we've talked about this. No, because they've already greenlit the Black Adam movie, which is going to be the standalone, which is going to be after Shazam yes, 2 but it was also, with The Rock. They had no, no announcement about it for no. a very long time that there was But that be doesn't mean it was we shelved. we discussed this already, no. and it was shelved for no. a tiny bit. Yes, it no. was. We talked about this, Michael. Look it up. Agent Shazam- M, we talked about this. Look it up. Shazam was greenlit. They announced the sequel right after the fucking thing hit the theater. 
we had the movie was out for like maybe a month and they had already announced a sequel. The Rock had already been cast to be Black Adam. He was cast to be Black Adam before the movie before uh the first one even came All I'm out. Saying is it wasn't officially announced. Yeah. Yes it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, people. When now, you when, you, when you look it up April and you 20- and and you she, can see that she's wrong. No, I mean I'm not saying I'm saying when it first came out and we were we were having discussion, we were talking about Marvel and all that shit like that, and we talked about how Shazam right. they hadn't we didn't know if it was gonna be even greenlit yet. But that doesn't mean that the company shelved it. That's just you and me talking about we don't know. But that doesn't mean that it's fact. You can't say that it I'm was not shelved. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the whole thing that started this whole thing was me saying, oh, they finally released that they're going to do a sequel? Which they announced, like, maybe a month after the no, movie came. they ca- did not. Look at the release date, and then look when the sequel they was announced. Not. Look, I'm Look I'm, it up. Okay, so it has a 2020, or 22 mm-hmm. date, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. And it was released, what, in 18? I don't know. Look it up. I'm trying! Jesus Christ, it was released in 2019. Let's see here. So you're going to look up Shazam <clears throat> 2 announcement date. Okay. Shazam was released in April f- April 5th, 2019. The mm-hmm. film grossed over $366 million. The The film received positive reviews from critics with praise Um as well as a sequel that was not released. Of course it hasn't been released. was not confirmed. Let me see where it says this. Hold on, because now I just fucked up my phone with <laughs> oh, my <okay>. nails. <sighs> All I'm saying is it it's wasn't not. announced. Yes, it was. They had already cast The Rock. He had made the announcement on fucking Instagram. It was a giant fucking big ordeal. He was going to be... They didn't even know if they were... They were, weren't sure at the time because they were... The uh, Superman stuff, that's why at the end it's a stand-in. But all the other shit was already planned and figured out ahead of time. Mm. They are, he, look when Vin, just look up when he was cast as Black Adam. And that'll tell you right there. They're not going to make a Black Adam movie without making another Shazam movie. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Candyman trailer. Are you going to play it? Sure. I haven't seen it yet. This is uh, Michael Peel, right? Jordan He's doing, er, Peel. Yeah, sorry. I'm used to seeing Key and Peel, so I can't help myself. <laughs> Candyman. The urban legend is, if you say his name five times while looking in the mirror, he appears in the reflection and kills you. Who would do that? Candyman. 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 Well, we're still alive. Yeah. Let's go. Trina, you broke the door. Candy factory. I'm an artist. You look up a candy man. Mm. He's the monster. I know the original guy. Yeah. 
Why are you drawn to this? I'm hoping to spread the story all about Candyman. The mirror invites you to summon him. You should say his name. I dare you. Candyman. 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 Don't say that. No, Candyman. I think I made a mistake. I back. Oh my god! for you to be another one of his terrible stories. I guess he found me. I am the writing on the walls. The sweet smell of blood. Be my victim. an appearance but i don't think they're actually gonna show that so just to clarify the shazam stuff <laughs> this is exactly so it was released in july mm -hmm, of 2019 2019 and in august 29th of 2019 shazam 2 was already greenlit and in pre-production that's not what i just read you could see right there and that's reported from looper.com okay. you pe people can go check it out right all now. all right let's move on from this now just telling you okay so I was looking up ways to get out of jury duty, and I I wandered I pondered upon this. I thought it was hilarious, so I just you know that's illegal, it. right? What to try and get out of jury I duty? I was okay. I was trying. I researched. I'm going. I filled out these fucking surveys. I sent them in. Okay? It's not that big a deal. Just go do your civic duty. So one of the reasons it said it's a stupider your excuses, the less anyone wants you serving on a jury. So supposedly someone said. My my religion believes that the only one who can judge us is a giant bowl of spaghetti. So I can only serve if everyone in the trial agrees to wear a colander on their head for the entire process. So can I say that <laughs> as somebody who, ha who has had jury duty a few times, those mm -hmm. people who, who say that mm -hmm. end up uh, getting sent to the back and end up having to serve more time than the people who just go up there and ask I just thought it was funny because I was like, oh shit, I wonder what would happen yeah. if I did say something like Those, that. The cops will be like, all right, you're back into the jury pool. Everybody else can go home and you'll end, end up sitting there all fucking weak. Oh, just because you pissed them just off. Just because you're, you're, you're an idiot. So there was this meme and it says, I don't know if this is too soon though. Man with coronavirus seeks woman with Lyme disease. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's too soon. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I meant to send you this. <clears throat> ET grown, homegrown. Yeah. <laughs> nice. ET with some pot plants there. Uh, what else do we got to talk about? Uh, I feel like I'm missing things. Oh, Westworld. Westworld is coming back. Uh, I believe it's April. And then uh, what we do in the Shadow Season 2, I think, comes out in April as well. So we have a lot of stuff coming out in April, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait for what we do in the shadows, too. I hope we get a little bit more from the from the council. Yeah, I hope so. I, I think that would be awesome. Um, just don't. I don't. I hope they just don't make the show too big. Keep it small. Keep it tight. Well, yeah, that's what I. I, I hope they don't. Even uh, so, someone did you see that thing I tagged you in on Facebook of The Walking Dead? 
when did you tag me last night probably not i'm really so my friend darren um he posted this thing and he says this looks like a job for scooby-doo and he he posted this picture and i have to show it to you (laughs) i was dying so it's negan Mm -hmm. here we go (laughs) you look stupid it's vegan wearing his jacket and everything and a face in a walker mask like Dumb. and like his caption was this is the job for scooby-doo like that's yeah, so stupid <laughs> so corny and him and alpha had sex that's gross so, hey what do you mean it's gross she's gross looking i know and they did it with the mask on it's even more weird. i know and he said why am i more turned on <laughs> Because <laughs> Negan's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he is, but I love him. All I, know, I just want to know if he's bad or good. I just don't feel like watching the show anymore. I just want to. I, I just want Cliff. You notes. see how I don't even like respond because I really don't care about the All show. Right. So I'm just like whatever. All right. What do you think about the Batmobile? <laughs> it's okay. It's not. Look, I've never cared about any of the Batmobiles. That's to me is like fucking like window secondary. dressing. But I, I feel like not even secondary. It's like fucking twelfthary. But. It really means nothing to me, seriously. But I feel like the Batmobile kind of sets the theme for the overall movie. No, it does not. Not I mean, even if we don't see it, like what it looks like is what. what it like does when you not, look at the, the Bale ba- Batmobiles, not, the, did that, not to set me, the tone. That's what I not not the tone. That's what you said. I know, but that's a bad <laughs> word to say. It sets like every the theme. Every the bat- theme of the bat. I feel like to me. But so no, I, it's just a car. No, because every one of them is different. So yep. you have the Christian Bale Batman. Right. You have all those. But how does that have anything to do with the movie? Because it all goes with the suit. No. A see, lot of and the you didn't let me does. talk, was everything stems from the cow. But I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm saying for me. You care about the car. Yes. You watch a movie and you're like, God, fuck the suit. I want to see the car. No, but I see, <laughs> when I see the Batmobile and I see what it I, looks yeah. like, I, it, it shows me kind of what the theme of is going to be of the movie. Because I feel like the, the Batmobile has to go with the certain bat that they're portraying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't buy that. For me, that's, <laughs> I said for me. To me, I just don't even. Okay, never that's even... right. You're just not into this movie at all. So no, I love fine. the I love uh, the cast of it. Everything except him. I like the neck down suit. I don't like the head up part. All right, uh, James Bond. No time to die. Delayed seven months due to coronavirus. That's not because of coronavirus. I know it's not. It's because of all the money issues. Uh, did you see Sylvester Stallone? He's rocking the gray. That was announced like a month ago. Really? I posted it. Yeah. I didn't see that yeah i posted it oh well a lot of people liked it and sh- we had 179 <laughs> they, shares okay yeah they where do you see 179 it says right there 179 shares on the post on are you sure that's from our page yeah yeah from this and then when you click on it and then it'll take you back to the because look it'll show you like how many people shared our post so that's 13 um let me see one it's about how many people shared it from our page um yeah that that's Stallone stuff was for the while ago. i didn't know that yeah. he looks way different and now um did you see uh sharon osborne with her gray hair yeah that was a while ago she looks, too. that wasn't a while ago that <laughs> like was like a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah she looks really good though with gray hair okay i don't really give enough I, look i'm not worried about <laughs> sharon osborne's hair I don't know what you want me to say no, back to it. No, look, okay, but I did watch interviews recently and right. seeing seeing Ozzy talk, man, about how he can't like perform anymore. Is, he just 
sad. It's sad for the human being, but uh, <laughs> as far as the music, never really was a Nazi fan. I liked like one song. Yeah, I've never, I've <laughs> never really been in, but still, I mean, like, I was growing up in a time where it was Sharon on MTV, so like that's yeah, kind of, nah, not me. I know, I know, I know, I get that, but so I don't know. So Keanu Reeves is, might be uh, coming back as Constantine. What do you think of that? If he wants to give another shot, go ahead. Uh, I don't. Probably something I won't really pay attention to. It's Keanu. You. I know, but I didn't like the first Constantine. So why would I jump at joy for the next one? It was all right. It wasn't too bad. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've seen worse. Four out of ten. It was all right. Jeez, why? What is wrong with you tonight? You got an attitude. <laughs> I'm not. I'm you do. A... You have a weird attitude. Constantine was not a good movie. I'm. D- I didn't. I said I liked it. I didn't say it was a good movie. I like a lot of things that aren't good. I like a lot of B films. Thank you very much. That's not even a B film. That's like a D. <laughs> you need a D across your face. That was like a box office flop. Fuck you. Like I love Waterworld. Terrible movie. Love movie. it. Love it. Love it. Go ahead. Kevin Costner. Love it. Okay. You don't like anything about it. See, what is up with you in this attitude tonight? <clears throat> I, did, I didn't like Waterworld. Okay. Okay. It needs to calm down. Uh, there's Love Dennis new... Hopper, but that was about the most redeeming thing in that movie. I like, what was the other one? Mario and Luigi Brothers. Mario Brothers. Mario. I like that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good one either. I mean, I liked it though. Even if you go back to Ninja Turtles. That was actually good. The first TMNT was actually a very good film. All right. Whatever you say. I know it is. You can look it up right now. It got like a 99% Just on Rotten Tomatoes. a lot of things aren't good to a lot of people, but some people like them and enjoy them. That's fine. I'm not disputing you on that. Okay. But 99% of people liked the first Teenage Mutant Ninja okay. Turtles. <laughs> All right. And I like Waterworld. Great. And it became a cult classic. Sure. Come on. When they're on the... They <laughs> no. It looks awesome. I watched it one time. Really? What yep. about Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. I never seen it, but I I heard... Because I've seen pictures of... It's Josh got a Walter, following. It. It's got a following. It's not my thing. I, I've seen watch? it. Eh. I still got to watch the Orca movie. Yeah, I don't know how you haven't seen it. I don't know. What was it called again? Orca. The Orca. The Orca. <laughs> or Orca. I don't know. And someone told me this at a bar. I didn't even know what it, it existed. And I was, because we were talking about how, like, what's your favorite movies? And I was like, Jaws is definitely in my top five. And then they were like, oh, yeah, did you ever see the Orca? And I'm like, what the fuck is the Orca? There you go. Look at that old Paramount. Orcas are creepy looking. The ancient Romans called him Orca Orcinus, Latin for bringer of death. <laughs> is without challenge the most powerful animal on the globe, the killer whale. Orca has 48 teeth, set in two impressive rows. I mean, they are In creepy. some respects, the orca's intelligence may be even superior to man's. They remain loyal to one mate for life. As parents, they are exemplary, better than many human beings. And like human beings, they have a profound instinct for vengeance. <laughs> An innocent creature is destroyed by an act of human cruelty, and the ultimate battle of man against nature <laughs> begins. Yes! Dino De Laurentiis presents Orca. Can you commit a sin against an animal? 
He followed you. He saw you on the deck of the boat. They always remember the human being who had tried to harm them. He deliberately left you your boat because he wants to fight you on the sea. I won't do that. Now the fish have vanished from the yes. fishing grounds. And it's all because of your whale. In fact, I won't fight him at all. You're not even man enough to accept the excitement of his challenge. I'll fight you! Move inland. <laughs> Orca, starring Richard Harris, Charlotte Rampling, Will Sampson, Keenan Wynn. A spectacular adventure. From the depths of the sea to the top of the world. It's going to be a fair fight on equal terms. A fight to the death. <laughs> Between the two most dangerous animals on Earth. What in hell are you? Man and Orca. <laughs> That's before Jaws. Oh, shit. Was it before Jaws? I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure, but I let's think look, it was. Let's look up the release date. I never heard of it before, but he, th the person who was telling me about it said it was like a trilogy, but I've never seen I tried to look that up, and I couldn't find it. No, it's only one film. Okay. Orcas are creepy. That I, mean, I they know should do, They should do a dolphin one. Dolphin rape? Yeah, I would say Dolphins are creepy. Did you figure it out? What? Orca release date? I'm looking it up. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you tonight? You're slow. You have six computers in front of you. I have one. Was, okay, the Orca was released July 15th, 1977. Yes, yeah, before Jaws. And Jaws. Jaws release date. Let's see. Nope, it was, it was after Jaws. Is it? Uh, 1975. 75? Yep. Oh. So right after, they piggybacked on it. They should do a remake. Like I'm just kidding. Don't. I do not like animal violence in any form. So it's fake. I don't care. I can't even watch Planet of the Apes, man, or any of that shit. It's a guy with dots all over him, acting like a monkey. Fuck Everybody's you. fine. But in real life, things happen. Right, but no, they're not. Gorillas aren't running around with fucking machine guns. We don't know. We do know. No, there's monkeys in other countries that that do that. All right. They're not taking over the world. I'm just saying it's not impossible. Improbable, but not impossible. As of right now, it's pretty impossible. No. As of right now, it's pretty impossible. I'm pretty sure they could uh, build it a militia. Not, there's not enough of them to overtake an army with tanks and helicopters and planes and flamethrowers. They can like fly, basically, and just move through the trees and do all that, and they're very flimsy. And, and what about in places where there are no trees? They're fast runners. And they're very strong. All right, and so have then, sharp teeth. then you just lay out fucking landmines and, and they just run over them. <laughs> it would not be hard. Just saying. Or maybe they'll get smart enough and throw a human on top of a landmine so they can get by. They're smart creatures. As of right now, it is impossible <laughs> for monkeys to overtake man. Maybe if the coronavirus takes out 70% of the population and the monkeys revolt, then we might be talking. All right. 
well, he just wished coronavirus on everybody. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Bring it on. Let's let's have the I monkey mean, fucking. Human I mean, war. China less the pollution now, war. so we'll see the ape monkey world. You know, but see what. That's like a skewed thing, though, right? Because the reason why you have less pollution is because there's less trade going on. Yes. less. So once everything clears out, it goes right back. That shit's going to be right back there. But it's, it's, it's still like like when I looked at it, I'm like, oh, you're, you're okay. hitting a timeout so for a little maybe while. Maybe that's Mother Nature saying like, nah, you. I don't think it's anything to do with pollution. I don't know. I mean, if you look at like prophecies and stuff like that and plagues and all that stuff, no, maybe look, it's for a reason. Look, the coronavirus could turn into that but as far as pollution goes in the city you might be able to stop pollution a tiny bit for a year until they get uh everything under control and everything gets back on but and so a year in the grand scheme of billions and billions of years it's nothing but i still think it's pretty cool it's a fucking cosmic hiccup I still think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool, so fuck you. Um, there is a new Ted Bundy uh, thing going on on Netflix where his girlfriend... Oh, Jesus Christ. I did watch the... I'm watching the trailer for the Orca, and I'm like, wait a second. Have you watched the Gabriel Fernandez trial on Netflix? Really good. No, I have not. Really good. Uh, I knew that story beforehand, and it was a day... Really I know well about done. that story, and I, I, I don't think I can physically watch that because that Why? child they don't show you i know things. that but like it's just yeah they fed him <sighs> kitty litter that's i mean that's the extent of what you're gonna hear they shot him with a bb gun i mean shit like that you don't hear it they're not like they weren't raping the kid or nothing no but they locked him in a box like i don't know if they talked right. about it in the documentary yeah it's a documentary but, why wouldn't they <laughs> documentary sometimes not a netflix false one. terms no. i mean you don't know what what no. they're promoting so that's what i'm saying There's i no mean promotion they just covered the trial that's all they did oh okay they just covered the trial that's okay. it's called the trial of gabriel fernandez yes but that doesn't mean that they covered the trial a trial could also be his life if it's <laughs> jesus christ if it's called the trial what's wrong with you and trying if, to fight me tonight i'm not but if something is called the trial of gabriel fernandez there's a lot of things out there that are called the trial and that aren't about trials. It's trials and tribulations. No, come on. That is retarded. It's not. And don't use that word. I can use that word because that is Your retarded. Your autism is showing. No, because that is if it's something is called the trial. It's not about it's not the trials and tribulations of Gabriel Hernandez. It's the trial of Gabriel Hernandez. That's it. There's a lot of things that are called the trial. Give me one. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> tell me. Jesus. I'll give you twenty seconds and then we're moving on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Orson ten. Wells, the trial. Oh and what's it about? I don't know, but it's not it's about, about a trial. It's not about a trial. <laughs> Sixteen. Seventeen. 18, it was about a nightmare. 19. Nightmare 20. is a funhouse ride. But I'm saying the word trial does not necessarily mean courtroom trial. But if you read something that is a documentary on Netflix that is listed under true crime called The Trial of Gabriel Fernandez, it's going to have a trial in it. <laughs> but I don't know how, to what extent maybe they did the trial. It, they could have just did... I don't even know how many episodes You're not going to call it the trial of Gabriel Hernandez and just talk about the trial for 30 seconds in an episode. They might! No, 
no, they're not. Come on, that is you're sound retarded no, right now. No, I don't. Yes, I'm you saying do. that word can be used in many different ways. I gave you 20 seconds, and you gave me one kind of half cock and mamey way. Come on. <laughs> I just said trials and tribulations. You've said that three times now. Because I've already fucking said it. That's what it means. Right, but it it's not mean, called the trial but, and tribulation. But it doesn't matter because it, it does the word matter. trial does not necessarily mean oh. that they're going to say anything about the trial. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry for you and your fucking sour attitude. Drink your monster. It's Jesus Christ. That's like that's like saying that's like having a Fast and Furious movie with no cars. Come on. I can see that. It could be no, about you a, can't. It could be about a lot of other things. What? Birds. Dolphins. That makes zero sense. He, he, he didn't. Little tink tink. Sorry. <laughs> it could mean a lot of things. What do you mean? I mean? A lot of things go fast. It could be about cheetahs. Look, you could sit here and try and get yourself out of this paper bag all you want. I'm not. You, say, you sound kind of. No, because I don't care. This is what I said, and I stand by what I said. You could have a movie called Fast and the Furious and it not be about cars. You can, but when you but that's different because those two words are totally different than the trial. Because there's, if you look up the definition of trial, mm-hmm. what does it say? Let me look it up. Because I guarantee you, you're going to get a few different ways that that it can be used. But the number one way is going to be in a trial, in a courtroom. A trial can also be a test. But it doesn't matter. You're not. You're trying to get yourself out of a wet paper I'm bag. I'm not. Here. Look up the I'm definition of a trial. What's the number Jesus one definition? Christ, it's freaking loading. All right, I gotta get to the last bit. A formal explanation of evidence before a judge. Boom. Number one. Number Two, one. A test of performances, quality, or suitability. It has nothing to do with Gabriel Fernandez. Okay, but I'm saying when I think of the word trial, I don't necessarily go towards a courtroom. I'm sorry for you then. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Also in there, it says the trial of Gabriel mm-hmm. Fernandez. Mm-hmm. So when you put the word of yeah. in there, you know that changes the context. Yeah. Yeah. So trial yeah. of Gabriel. Okay. So that means that they're tr- putting somebody on trial okay. for Gabriel Hernandez. Okay. Fernandez. Sorry, I got all his right. name wrong there. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Let's go. That's all I got. That's all you got? All right. What do you got? I got some shit. Everything I said, you shit on, so I'm done for the night until the topic. It was what it was. Um, Look, I'm sorry, but that just sounds crazy. Don't be like... I was fixing my hair Mm -hmm. and grabbing my phone. Come on, what do you got? I got some shit. What's that? Come on now, dead air. We don't need that. (laughs) Dead air my ass. Uh, All right. Uh, Really? I I love you. You done? Yeah, just waiting on you. Yeah, I'm wondering why we shared the post, why you shared the same post twice. Which one? I already put it on there. I didn't mean to. Did you share it and then I shared it? Sometimes we do that. No, it's both Um, shared by you. Did you know, while filming Return of the Jedi in the Forest of the Pacific Northwest, actor Peter Mahal, who is seven feet and two inches, was given strict instructions to never wander off in his Chewbacca costume so that he wouldn't get shot by somebody mistaking him for Bigfoot. Yeah, uh, that was only in certain, when they were in, where does it say where? Midwestern, I guess. 
Um, it's funny you shared this picture of Seymour with the plant because you know what I named my axolotl? Seymour. Oh, did you? I thought you named him something else, like Draco mm. or something. Nah, Seymour. Oh, really? Did, read that post. I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, back to it. In reality, plants are actually farming us by giving us oxygen daily until we eventually decompose so they can consume us. It's kind of true. Yes, it is. Definitely is. Then we just die, except for we bury ourselves in coffins and prevent that from happening. So it kind of sucks. It's not the circle of life then. No, it's not. As did you, you say, see, we're a hiccup. It's a hiccup in the circle of life. It absolutely is. <laughs> and have you been following any of this political shit? No, not really. But I know that somebody dropped out today. Michael Bloomberg. Bro- Bloomberg. Yeah. Um, and who else? So your Democratic uh, nominations are going to be either Bernie or Biden. Yeah, Bernie or Biden. All right. How do you vote? Just for the best person? I'm writing in Vanilla Ice. He's patriotic. You see his American jacket. Yeah. He stops. He listens. He collaborates. Okay. You know, should if there's start, a problem, sh- he'll solve it. Should we? Uh, should that be his campaign thing? Hell yeah. Sh- should we start that now? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's just make a post about I it. I already now. did. I shared that like the other day. You didn't see that? No. Oh shit! Yes, I yeah, I posted that the other the other day. It's literally his picture is stupid. I'll show it to you. Oh wow. Okay. So should we all just write in Vanilla Ice and see what happens? No, you got to write in Rob Van Winkle. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's his real name. Reasons why I'm writing in Rob Van Winkle. He's patriotic. See his jacket. He stops. He collaborates. He listens. If there's a problem, yo, he'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Ice. ice. And also, you can't catch the coronavirus if you're the illest. <laughs> like, like a poisonous mushroom. You want, you want to be mind fucked? How about Jim and M? Ah! <laughs> get it out of my face! Oh, that yeah? was Jim Carrey mixed with Eminem. I did not like that at all. That was weird. How about Post Shimon? I don't care about that one. <laughs> That's kind of what he looks like anyway, regardless. How about Bradley Snooper? That's fucking weird. <laughs> Can we stop? That's fucking weird. Here's the best one. Two Picard. <laughs> Where are you finding? shit i find shit come on you, you didn't see my one today no brothers <laughs> i thought it was stepbrothers no oh it's the hogan's it's one it's both it's the same guy because they're brothers oh. you get it it's a joke oh you don't get wrestling jokes i don't sorry um so yeah i thought that was pretty funny i don't know where you find that i find shit everywhere Okay, I guess just I'm like just this not one. on the ain't no one bur- Ain't no one worried about no ring on my finger, and it says, damn, she's spitting, and it's Dak saying it. I'm going to share that one tonight. Shut the fuck up. Get uh, out of here. Fuck you. Facts. Ready? I'm ready for a fact. Farts are just ghosts. Or, I'm sorry. Farts are just the ghosts <laughs> of the a- animals we ate. Yes, I saw that. It is true. But we don't only... We- don't eat just animals. I do. Fuck that. I'm a fucking animal eating mo- motherfucker. I thought you were vegan. I'm not no fucking vegan. No? Fuck I thought no. you were vegan. Give me a fucking break. I eat meat all the fucking time. <laughs> really? How much vegan. meat? A lot of meat. All so the you meat like I, that meat. All the meat I can get my hands on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Feeding canaries red peppers turns them orange. Probably That's true. Exploding inside. No, it's the dye or something. I forget how that works. Did you see my post about the slugs? Can I just say that is real? Like you never see a slug coming. It's just it's there. I think it's because you're just 
because you walk like you go in the house and it's not there but then you're in the house for like hours and then you go back out and yeah there's a slug there because for five hours it was but no i mean sometimes like I, I don't sometimes you'll be in the house for like a couple minutes and you walk out and you're like oh where did you come from yeah they like I, do they just drop <laughs> from the sky i hate it when i was a kid and you step on one of them because you'd be outside running around and yeah your toes you don't oh, even, yeah, I, hated so it. I, hated it. I always I felt it. so bad and I didn't feel bad. I, I was did. like, get this shit no, off my foot. I also hated that people poured salt on them. That's so I did it all rude. the time. Ew. Psst, I do it now. You're a murderer. I got a fucking salt gun out, out, oh, out there. Oh, jeez when, when, when the When the slugs get on my side. Fuck you. That's Code rude. Code them. I hope they're plotting against you. Yeah. Salt you in your sleep. The slug plot. They're going to assault you. They can do that. With an assault rifle. That's right. <laughs> With a slug gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right three inch slug. but i'm just saying that's weird i never thought about that yeah because sometimes yeah, like two minutes you'll be in a house you walk out and damn it's there it's kind of like worms like when it rains i got worms in my fridge upstairs like do you ever like you realize like i never see a worm like come out of the grass and like scoot onto the ground like because they so worms are do you know how they come out of the ground for it's like vibrations, right? Mm -hmm. So you can get a worm out of the ground a few different ways, but one of the ways is like the rain. Mm -hmm. It hits the thing, ground gets soft, the worms come out. Or you can take and you can drive a metal rod into the ground, and mm -hmm. if you tap that rod at a certain vibration, the worms will come right up out of the ground, right in front of you. Watch. You're going to love Project Blue Book. Do they do that? Mm, you'll have to watch. You told me not to spoil. I'm just asking you if they did that. No, they will... You just kind of have to watch it. I didn't know that. Is that how they get worms for fishing and stuff when they can't? Like they farm worms? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, that's not how they farm. Like, so look, you can grow worms and breed them and shit like that. But yeah, if you go out in the, into the, um, if you go out into your yard, yeah, you you got to just get some vibration. That's I'm trying to see. Feel the vibration. Or did they play that song in the background? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? No. No? I feel like that would be so fitting. It's called worm grunting. Here you go. Worm grunting. Why is it grunting? Because uh, you got you to got like use this stick. I can't remember exactly how it works. But it, yeah, it's about vibrations on, on the ground. Here you go. <laughs> Gary Rebel is a professional worm grunter. <laughs> Gary and his colleagues are up before sunrise every day, working deep in the Apalachicola Forest in a place called Tate's Hell. It's a well-earned name because this place is swarming with hungry mosquitoes, pestering gnats, and poisonous snakes. These professional grunters use an implausible method to catch worms that even they admit is like magic. D.W. pounds a wooden stake called a stab into the ground and levels his 10-pound flat iron over the top. Then he slowly, rhythmically rubs the iron over the stab back and forth. He's making the ground vibrate with this technique, and then suddenly, magically, big fat earthworms start to climb out of the soil. Look around and you see worms slithering everywhere on the forest floor. They are like pink gold to these grunters, and the men quickly gather up the harvest in their buckets. There's an art to it, you know. I've tried to teach people how to do it, you know, and they just they just give up. They say they don't they just don't understand how we can get these worms out of the ground with this stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
A researcher at Vanderbilt University wanted to understand the science behind worm grunting, so he watched Gary work his magic and concluded that rubbing the stob mimics the vibrations of a mole digging in the ground trying to prey on the worms. So the worms climb out of the earth to avoid being eaten. Ironically, they end up as bait. Ugh. The worm grunters make about $25 a bucket. They say they're not getting rich, but it pays the bills. You have to be really determined, you know, and, and uh, it's got to be in your blood to do this kind of work. <laughs> and uh, and uh, be comfortable in the forest like we are. And they are comfortable in this no man's land. Gary has been catching worms out here for a half century, so it's no wonder it's in his blood. <laughs> the magic of worm grunting. Okay, learn something new every day. I did Worm not grunting. know. Okay, yeah, but it's got to be—it's got to be in your blood, man. It's gotta you be can't in your teach blood. people. He's tried. Right. He's tried many a time. Mama tried. All right, so uh, you, I guess you, let's take a break, and then we're gonna jump into this yep. topic. Let's do it. The history of rock and roll now moves on from Don McLean oh. to present a collage of number one records from 1971. Number one hit of 1971. I was hoping it was Casey Kasem. Rock and roll now moves on from Don McLean of number one records from 1971. I, I was missing was... some Casey Kasem though. I thought it was gonna be a little bit more better collage. Uh, it was fine. I thought it. I at first I thought that one guy. I was like Billy Joel. And then in my head, I was thinking of We didn't start the fire. Okay. JFK blown away. What else can I say? That's not Billy Joel. Whoever sang that. Yeah. No, that was like a English band. That was like a British band. No, Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. Yeah, that's Billy Joel. Maybe you mix up two different songs then. No. We didn't start the fire. And then there was another. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I thought that I thought it was by a British. No. There was the, a song. I made up those lyrics. JFK, blown away. What else can I say? That no, that's me. from another song. I just made it up in my head. No, it's because you've heard it before. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, it's from that song. What song? The uh, We didn't start the fire. That's not what he says in the song. 
He does not say JFK blown away. Here, I'll play the fucking song. Play the song. Because he does. Actually, this song is fitting. Say that? Yes. And he also talks about Malcolm Malcolm. So this, this is a better song to go into. I should just cut it. Yeah. Look like a nerd. 
Why is he wearing sunglasses? He wears his sunglasses at night. He his eyes from the flame. <laughs> That's a good leeway into all of our topics. <laughs> AIDS crack. <laughs> Mix him back again. Maybe that should just be our intro. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. Maybe that's we're what just I spreading use. it. All right, guys. So tonight we're going to be talking about COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO. Can I just pronounce things the way I want to? But that's not how it's pronounced. And when you say it wrong, it's COINTELPRO. Okay. That's, a, that's how it's pronounced. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, it's also uh, I've heard a lot of people actually pronounce it CoinTelPro. That's fine, okay. but it's okay. CoinTelPro. Okay. All right. So it's an abbreviation for Counterintelligence Program, which is why it's CoinTel. <laughs> okay. And not Coin. I've heard it many ways. Said this way. So. Uh, it was a series of covert and illegal activities conducted by the FBI between 1956 to 1971. They would, the FBI would infiltrate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to back up. You got to go back a few years prior to when they even started this. Because how this gets initiated is exactly why this even took place. Eisenhower sees communism coming in. Mm-hmm. He sees it rolling and he's like, I don't like this shit. Mm-hmm. So when the black civil rights activists start standing up, he starts thinking that's a lot looks a lot like communism, mm-hmm. these people in the streets. So that's when he decides to create COINTELPRO, which then is a series of And it actually lasted um four presidencies. Still alive and well today, and I'll prove it. Yes, it is, actually. Uh, goes all the way to the Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so basically what they what they would do this was a very seedy program. Uh, they would s- infiltrate, surveillance, uh, disrupt, discredit, and just intimidate different groups. Now, it wasn't it wasn't mainly focused on Black America at the time. No, it was anybody that with was, the, any yeah. agenda so that didn't. So it was um, civil rights was a big part of it, though. Oh, massive. Because um, at that time, you had you know segregation was all, was like. You know, and all he, that stuff. He, this looked like communism. Then. Yes, but That's it why also he had, ordered it. So it had to go. It, it also went into civil rights, the Black Panther Party, feminist group, uh, the KKK, even uh, American Indian and Puerto Rican groups, animal rights and environmentalist groups, and any group viewed as a threat to national security or social order. Right, which is communism. Yes. So social order that's it all stems from he was afraid of communism in the states that's what he thought all this was mm-hmm. so you go back a little bit too at the beginning of this what they do is they start wiretapping mm-hmm. and yes. we'll we'll get into the burglary how these documents came about in a bit but um Under hoover mm-hmm. is when they started doing the wiretaps even um Robert Kennedy signed off on wiretapping Martin Luther King, but he was said only do it for a short period of time. Right. But so that was separate from this. Um, what, what, uh, they would do is they would get, uh, they would record. First of all, they got MLK to come in and have a sit down meeting with Eisenhower. It lasted about, they say about an hour and a half. Um, basically they left there. And at that point, Eisenhower really felt threatened by, 
MLK. He thought this guy was going to lead to bad things. So he starts wiretapping his phones, uh, finding out everything that they could possibly find out about this man. They were videotape or not videotaping. They were recording sexual encounters and, yes. and conversations because MLK had some girlfriends, apparently. And it was after um, 1963 March on Washington speech that MLK was actually singled out. At that point, it was just civil rights. And then the meeting happened. And then they went in after that speech happened. And he like. You know, everyone cheered for him. Then they were like, "Okay, we need to, we right? Need to, we need to stop this because something has happened." Well, I'm getting, yeah, I'm giving you the example of him because what they did to him, they did to pretty much everybody else that uh f- fell in in order with this. Yes. So, um, they have the meeting. They go out. They uh, Eisenhower orders this wiretapping. They deliver all the information uh, to uh, Loretta Scott King, his wife. And she got to hear all these tapes. They mailed it to her. So that's not what I heard. Um, this is what I read. So they co- compiled all this stuff, and then they realized that MLK was not going to stop. So they sent him what they called a suicide package. That came later. Much later. That came later. Later. First, they tried to discredit him. So what COINTELPRO does, before they do any of that, they try and discredit you in the media. Mm-hmm. They try and get you to drop out of all what you're doing. They warned him a few times. Mm-hmm. And this I- instance that I'm talking about was one of his w- warnings that he got to back off. Mm-hmm. And he was like, fuck this. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. That's later on is when the letter came which was from a white guy who claimed to be a black guy mm-hmm. in the CIA and was trying to tell him and his name was William Sullivan. Yes. Um, he tried, tried to get him to, uh, basically he was writing letters saying as a fellow black person, you should, uh, drop out and, uh, kill yourself before something else bad happens to, to, to you. That was in the series of letters. There was a few. So Martin Luther King was sent this letter. I'm going to read it. This was the suicide letter. Mm -hmm. They were trying to get him to commit suicide so that they could just stop everything. Um, It says, King, in view of your low-grade, abnormal personal behavior, I will not dignify your name with either a mister or a reverend or a doctor. And your last name calls to mind only the type of king, such as King Henry VIII and his countless acts of adultery and immoral conduct lower than that of a beast. King, look into your heart. You know you are a complete fraud and a great liability to all of us Negroes. White people in this country have enough frauds of their own, but I but I am sure they don't have one at this time anywhere near your equal. You are no clergyman, and you know it. I repeat, you could not believe in God and act as you do. Clearly, you don't believe in any personal moral principles. King, like all frauds, you, your end is approaching. You could have been the greatest leader, even at an early age, have turned out not to be a leader, but a dissolute, abnormal, moral, I don't know what that word is, imbecile, imbecile, there we go. Sorry, it was like, this is so tiny, and I'm trying to read it. Uh, We will now have to depend on your older leaders like Wilkins, a man of character, and thank God we have others like him. But you are done. Your honorary degrees, your noble prize, what a grim farce, and other awards will not save you, King. I repeat, you are done. No person can overcome facts, not even a fraud like yourself. Lend your sexually 
saccadic ear to the enclosed to the enclosure you will find yourself in all in your all in your dirt filth evil and moronic talk exposed on the record of all this time i repeat no person can argue successfully against facts you are finished you will find on the record for all time your filthy dirty evil companions male and female giving expression with with you to your of the gospels satan could not do more what incredible evilness it is all there on the record your sexual orgies listen to yourself you filthy abnormal animal you are on the record having orgies that expend far past time this one is but a tiny sample you will understand this yes from your various evil play mix on the east coast this is like a lot but um the american public and church organizes that have been helping uh protestants catholics and jews protestants protestants that's what i said right mm -hmm. what did i say protestants oh sorry look i pronounce words weird sometimes okay guys i still i say icing okay <laughs> will know you for what you are, an evil abdominal, <coughs> abnormal beast. So will others who have backed you. You are done. King, there is only one thing left for you to do. You know what it is. You have just 34 days in which to do. This exact number has been selected for a specific reason. Um, in his definite practical significance, you are done. There is no way out of your fraudulent ways. There you have it. Um the tapes that I was talking talk about, just so people know, it was on November 21st, 1964, uh, a package that contained a letter and a tape recording alleging of King's sexual indiscretions was delivered to Coretta Scott King and later to Martin Luther King Jr. Although the letter was anonymously written, Martin Luther King Jr. correctly uh, suspected the FBI sent the package. Coretta Scott King described the package in the tapes in the package by saying, I could not make much out of it. It was a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Uh, the letter does not specify uh, what what action urged King to undertake. King understood the letter as advocating that he commit suicide. And that's talking about the letter mm -hmm. after the uh, the tapes. So, yeah. So you, you basically got them trying to... Um, Trying to discredit him first and get him basically just trying to get him to go away. And remember, that was a piece of shit fat guy, white guy, mm -hmm. who was writing that letter posing William as Baldwin. a black man, which was fucking wrong. Yes, extremely wrong. Uh, I believe that the day was picked because that's when he would receive his Nobel Peace Prize. Well, what's 34 days from I think the that was the 34 days. That's what I read. I have not fact confirmed that, but I think that's... A, that, because it was two days after it was announced that he was going to receive the Nobel Peace Prize that the letter was sent. So I think it was 34 days later he was going to actually receive the award. You get what I'm saying? I think. Um, so they said if he did not commit suicide, that all would be released, not only to his wife, his children, but also out to all the public so they can see him for the man that they said the wiretappings proved him to be. Uh, he did not commit suicide and but then we all know that he was assassinated later on and the fbi to this day still says that they have no involvement in that but i find that very hard to believe no involvement in what in the martin luther king assassination yes but um fuck what's the killer's name 
Saran, Saran, no. No, not Saran, Saran. Fuck. He, I think that's the only one that we don't know by the third name, He right? was exonerated. ML King's uh, supposedly kill, kill, killer. He was exonerated. And even the fam- ML King's fam- family don't think he had anything to do with it at, at this time. Yeah, uh, James Earl the, Ray. There we go. Um, he was exonerated, but still had to serve out his sentence. Yes. So the <clears throat> FBI says that they had nothing to do with that, but we all know that they had their fingers in some dirty plots. They, look, they let an agenda. Yes, One way did. or another. Had, I mean, yep, they let an agenda. So this also leads to, at this time, you also had Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Malcolm X, uh, the FBI thought that he was very dangerous. So they would, they would discredit him in the media and say, look, this is a vile organization. They're all about violence. They're going to come in. They're going to kill you. Um, and they even helped create the, the rift between Malcolm and Elijah Muhammad, Mm -hmm. even though they, they also (laughs) deny any direct involvement in Malcolm X's assassination as well. Um, they put out there that, uh, well, they heavily infiltrated his group at the time and before his death. And they actually had men on the inside that will lead l- later on into the story um, about another death that they did. Because it wasn't just about intimidation and surveillance and discrediting. They also used violence and um force and yeah that uh, came that came after all the other stuff but no i mean it even it it happened before um so at this point they they make what is called the ghetto informant program which is where they gather people that are in these programs they put up bogus charges for them and say look if you don't help us you're gonna go to jail Mm. or you're gonna go you're gonna be at the death sentence um so they would they would go after candy store owners or barbershop owners, a place that a lot of people would um, congregate at and find all this intel and find these people. They had people that were working like in the Black Panther Party yes. that were involved so in this. At, they had at least 66, 67 informants were Black Party members. Mm-hmm. And they, the whole government just wanted to neutralize the threat. Money talks. Yeah. People are going to talk for money. Yeah. I mean, but even in those situations, like... Like barbershops and stuff like that. People do speak freely. Like certain mm-hmm. places where people feel comfortable, they do speak freely. So you can get stuff that you're like, oh, okay, I can listen in right here. Mm-hmm. Especially in like um, places like that. Like it's just more like I can't find a barbershop around here that I can talk to people. But if it's uh, like in the city, like I New York, it's different. I paid for a haircut in 20 years. <laughs> oh, but in like the cities and stuff like that, it's different. Like they have like that com- com- camaraderie. It. There we go. look i just learned how to say italian okay Mm. i went my whole life saying italian okay Mm. and i it still comes out Mm. um so within this the cia actually starts getting involved they're like okay we see that the fbi is making some headway in what they're doing with this work so they create operation chaos which was domestic espionage in 1967 this was the start of the FBI and the CIA actually working together. Still didn't share records, though. No, but they started working together. That, that came in uh, some fucked up shit later. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking of Project Blue Book. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted well, if we get done here, I can watch I'm it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Citizens commissioned the FBI. Uh, activist groups um, who broke into... Oh, wait, hold on. 
about to get into. Before we get into the break-in, I want to play you something. Though. Okay. It's funny as fuck about this topic. It's funny? Yeah, we watched Drunk History one time. I think it was on Rasputin. Okay. This is great, though. After we get Bernie off the screen here, so I don't have to hear him. Didn't he just win California or something? He's making some headway. Yeah. This is how much is left, and I bought it today. You never watched Drunk like History? Like a human being should be in a body bag. If this is how much so is they left. get drunk and then tell Hello. history that lesson. Today we're going to talk about the FBI so it's our versus Martin Luther King Jr. Because they have like famous people like act in it. During the 1960s, J. Edgar Hoover was the head of the FBI. He's an old man. And he thought, communists are going to take over America and I got to get ready for it. Meanwhile, Martin Luther King, a nonviolent Christian minister, gives the greatest speech of the entire 20th century. Mm -hmm. I have a dream that we will live in a fair society <laughs> where, you know, it doesn't matter what race you are, you can That's achieve anything you believe in. Like 10 other beautiful things. <laughs> and Jay Hoover sees a speech and says, I have a dream. This is total communist stuff. It all makes so much sense when you think about it like a crazy person. <laughs> Jager Hoover called a press conference, and Hoover tells these reporters that he's invited, who are all women for some reason. Martin Luther King is the most dishonest man in America. One of Hoover's underlings is saying, maybe you shouldn't talk sh about Martin Luther King. Maybe you should be. And Hoover's like, F you, I'm gonna tell the truth. They meet in J. Edgar Hoover's office. Martin Luther King says, hey, J. Edgar Hoover, I love everything you've ever done. Maybe we could just be better teammates so we can achieve peace throughout America. After those first two minutes, J. Edgar Hoover decided, dude, now it's my turn. It's my turn to say what's on my mind. The FBI does this, the FBI does that, the FBI is helping you here, the FBI is helping you there. And he just goes on and on and on and on about how awesome the FBI is. And afterwards, one of Martin Luther King's friends calls him and says, what was that like meeting with Martin Luther King? Malcolm X. <laughs> oh, sorry, that, that's how drunk I am. <laughs> okay, what was it like meeting with Jake Hoover? And Martin Luther King was like, dude, I'll tell you. Jay Hoover, he's just an old man who talks too much. He's crazy. Jay Hoover was listening to everything that he said. He was like, what the f He's talking sh about me even though I just talked with them? Oh man, it's on now. These boss, these, these guys. The guy's fucking hammered. These guys <laughs> try to harass Martin Luther King. This FBI agent, William Sullivan, his entire job is like mind effing. So he decides like, I gotta, I gotta write a letter. Dear Martin Luther King, I'm a black person just like you. I'm not a white guy. I think that you are a bad person. You better kill yourself. Uh, see the attachment? The attachment is a recording of you having sex with lots of people. The end. 
I'm black, send. When this mysterious package showed up, Martin Luther King's wife, Coretta Scott King, listened to it. It was like a mixtape that the FBI had specially made. Every sex act, every embarrassing thing that Martin Luther King had ever done. And Martin Luther King's like, this is crazy. The FBI is trying to destroy my life. And they try to give up, they try to make him give up his core beliefs. Martin Luther King decides like, I'm gonna stick to what I believe. I don't care what you guys do to me. Martin Luther King <laughs> continues to fight for what he believes in. Hoover never retired from the FBI. He just sort of slowed down. I think that he was just very upset. And anybody who had sex, he thought it was a real bad idea. He didn't like it. I'm gonna die now. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm boys hammered. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that was great. Oh, that is pretty good. Um, so under the was I don't know why are words eluding me tonight. I don't know what word are you looking for. So under the cover of the Ali and Frazier fight, um, these members. What, what were they called? So in, uh, Citizens in, Commission in 1971, to investigate we do a time the FBI. Jump. We're doing yes. time jump. 1971. Yes. Uh, Citizens Commission to investigate the FBI is what they're called. Uh, they were an activist group who broke into a media PA FBI office, stealing over a over a thousand classified documents. The Washington Post was the only place that published them on March 24th, 1971. Homeboy literally used a crowbar to get into. Yes. To the thing. Yeah, there was, uh, I think, two men that were actually kind of charged for it. Well, nobody was charged at first. Um, and then they waited uh, basically until the st statute of limitations ran out. And then that's when they came yeah. out with, with their stuff in the 90s. So they used, so Ali was also a target for Cointel Pro um, due to his involvement with the Nation of Islam and his anti war movement. So this involved even like the, the hippies and the flower childs and all that. Like, they just wanted everything to stay the same, basically. <laughs> well, they didn't want nobody fucking with their shit. <laughs> yeah, they just wanted... So they stole these documents, and all hell broke loose. We realized all these wiretappings, all this illegal stuff that was going on, how the the police, the, the FBI, the CIA, the local police, how they all worked together to just create fake news. This was the same year D.B. Cooper jumped. 74? 71. 71, was it? Yeah. Oh. oh. All right, D.B. Cooper, you're still missing out there. <laughs> um, so this basically, this was like fake news. So that today, we still have this going on today. But there was another story about Fred Hampton. Um, he was a Chicago Black Panther chairman who was shot and killed by local police on December 4th, 1969. Uh, long-term infiltrator William O'Neill actually shored, flare, shored floor plans of his apartment with Cointel Pro team and Co gave Pro. 
and gave Hanson a dose of barbiturates that rendered him unconscious during the raid of his house. And he was actually killed laying in his bed. And two other members were also shot and killed that night. So, and William O'Neill was actually, he died um, not long after. Uh, he lived as William Hart since 1973 in Witness Protection Program. And he committed suicide by walking into a busy freeway and was struck by a car. Couldn't take what he did. He was a Black Panther member and he just completely got people killed. Like, they literally shot this guy as he slept in his bed. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Here is... um. A clip of the three guys who broke into the um, uh, FBI building. To get proof the FBI was crossing the line, fellow activist and Haverford physics professor William Davidon hatched a plan. He reached out to the Reigns and six others, including a social worker, a graduate student, and a taxi driver named Keith Forsyth. We agreed to meet someplace where we could talk. And he says, what would you think about the idea of breaking into an FBI office? And I look at him. And I'm like, you're serious, aren't you? I was pretty vehement in my opposition to the war, and I felt like marching up and down the street with a sign was not cutting it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, time to, time to kick it up a notch. The crew decided to break into a small FBI field office in Media, Pennsylvania. Once I got over the shock of thinking that this was the nuttiest thing I'd ever heard in my life, I'm like, this is a great idea because we're not going to make any allegations. We're going to take their own paperwork signed by their own people, including J. Edgar Hoover, and give it to the newspapers. So let's see you argue with that. In the rain's third floor attic, the team divvied up responsibilities and assigned tasks. They hung maps to learn about the neighborhood, planned escape routes, and they took extensive notes on the comings and goings in the building. I signed up for a correspondence course in locksmithing. That was my job, to get us in the door. Practice several times a week. After a month, you get pretty good. <laughs> Bonnie was assigned the job of going inside and casing the office. I was to call the office and make an appointment as a Swarthmore student doing research on opportunities for women in the FBI. So they gave me an appointment. <laughs> Her husband's like, yeah! I tried to disguise <laughs> myself as best I could. And I went to say goodbye, and I acted confused about where the door was. And that gave me a chance then to check both rooms and know where the file cabinets were. Bonnie discovered there was no alarm system and no security guards. She also found a second door leading inside. When she came back with that news, we became convinced, yes, I think we can get this done. We had more to lose than anybody else in the group because we had these kids. We faced the reality of if we were arrested and on trial, we would be in prison for very many years. We had to make some plans for that. With a solid understanding of how they would conduct the break-in, they now needed to figure out when. Here's the cover of the fight. Mm -hmm. March 8, 1971, Fraser and Ali were fighting for the championship of the world. And uh, we had the feeling that maybe the cops might be a little bit distracted. <laughs> While the crew waited at a nearby hotel, Forsyth arrived at the office alone. Pull up, walk up to the door, and one of the locks is a cylinder tumbler lock, not a pin tumbler lock. And I just about had a heart attack. Bottom line is I could not pick that lock. 
They almost called it off, but that second door that Bonnie noticed gave them another chance. At that point, you know that you're gonna have to wing it. Knelt down on the floor, picked the lock in like 20 seconds. There was a deadbolt on the other side. I had a pry bar with me, uh, a short crowbar. I put the bar in there and uh, yanked that sucker. At one point, I heard a noise inside the office. And I'm like, are they in there waiting for me? Basically said to myself, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> I'm going in. Next, the inside crew walked into an empty office wearing business suits and carrying several suitcases. They cleaned out file cabinets and then made their way downstairs to the getaway car and drove off unnoticed. The group reconvened at a farmhouse an hour's drive away and started unpacking. We were like, oh man, I can't believe this worked. We knew. So there you go. I thought that was pr pretty interesting. That's a cool uh, thing. It's called the heist, the greatest heist you've never heard of. Yeah, I didn't. I have not heard of that. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because reading like it, I was like, thing. I was like, damn, man. Like, you know, they, these people put everything they had just to get these documents, just mm -hmm. to prove that shit was afoot. Yeah. I mean, and this didn't even just happen to even if you funded or even supported or even rallied or even showed any response to any of these groups cointel pro would come after you cointel one of these members one of these women was actually jean saberg she was an actress who committed suicide after the fbi agents involved in this operation uh pointed her out as a target for her supporting the black panther party uh they harassed intimidated they even broke into her house multiple times, and she ended up losing her... They released all these news stories saying that she was pregnant with um, a mem with, her, with the child was the father of the Black Panther Party and not of, of her husband that she was with and all this. She ended up... There was so much stress. She ended up giving birth prematurely. Also involved in the COINTELPRO, I thought th this was kind of cool. Uh, letter carriers, police office, postmasters, switchboard operators were all part of this whole program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty wild. It was everywhere. <laughs> I mean, just think about all the all the banal things that you don't, like, you, all the people that you talk about stuff in front of, you don't even think about it. Um, But she actually, so this, so Jean... Uh, she ended up leaving her house one night. She was gone. She was missing for about 10 days and they find her and she is wrapped in a blanket in a car, dead, decomposing body. And before she died, she actually had a funeral for the child that she lost and she had an open casket to prove that coin, that they just fucking made this shit up, that none of this was real, that people are out there making this shit up about these people. Yeah. Um, so there actually is a lot of evidence to support that she wasn't alone at the time, but they do think that it was suicide, that maybe someone just didn't get her help. So she was blacklisted also by the FBI. Another person I want to talk about is Viola Lizzo. I know that it's weird. Um, she was a housewife who was killed by the KKK for riding in a car with a black man following the, um, the march after uh, Bloody Sunday happened. Uh, she went and she decided to go. She was disgusted by what she's seen. So she went and went and, you know, started recruiting people, going to these places. Um, when she was killed by the KKK, they realized that one of the informants, Gary Rowe Thompson Jr., 
was in the car and he was involved in her murder. And when uh, when all this came about, the FBI said, oh, well, she was she left her kids and she abandoned them. And they tried to make up all this bullshit about how much of a bad person she was instead of the person that she really was. And Roe got off with the murder and all this stuff. And it's just crazy that it affected more people than just those members. It affected anybody who supported them financially, emotionally, whatever. They would go after you. So you could have just been a regular person in a march holding a sign and they would have went after you. Yeah. They get some dirt on on you and then you're an informant. Yeah. I just, it's crazy. But I'm glad that these people broke in and stole all these documents to allow us to yeah. know all this stuff. This was Snowden before Snowden. Yes. And it, this actually also started um, the whole like, uh, can't wiretap you have to get warrants and all that stuff because of also the deaths and all that in the ghettos up until we found out that they still were doing it yes they still were doing it but it's not improved they're never that. they're never gonna stop doing it but this this shed light on the fact that the government is aloof look the government lies um not all of it but some of it and for sure this is a prime example of somebody who thinks they they have more power than they should do and should have so i mean look they were doing the wrong thing and they got popped yeah i mean i do think that they were involved in martin luther king and malcolm x's death probably yeah they possibly i mean if you look into it a little further some people think that this operation was actually involved in robert kennedy's death as well it could be look i think it's very easy right if if the government wanted somebody dead, all they got to do is create a narrative. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some fucking whack job out there that's going to carry it out for them. They don't even have to be involved. All they got to do is create a narrative. Yeah. Just give exactly. somebody, just give the right person some fu- some information, and then boom, they're, they're lit, lit off like a fucking rocket. I mean, look at fucking Oswald. You know? Yeah. I mean, all of this shit. And then it's still happening today. We still have all this going on today. Yeah. Especially like now, like now the term fake news, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it we've, on. we've known that all this was going on. They even not just against. Yeah. It's not just blacks. It's just, it, it's everybody. Yeah. Now, now it's now. everybody. It's, it's just, all. It's, it's just turned into a man. global fucking uh, watch. I mean, that's all, all it is. It's a fucking Internet of Things now where they can just see everything you're fucking doing. I just got a fucking PlayStation the other day and it's got a fucking camera and shit. You, know, you turn it on. Boom. So should you, you cover your it. camera, your little thing on your computer screen? I don't, but I mean, there's people out there that do. I do. I, I, cause I I'm not cool, doing anything. I had a cool you know, ass sticker, less. that's all, and it fit perfectly. I, mean, and I, I got, was like, oh, cool. Right here, I got one camera in there, one camera here, one camera there, and one camera there. None mm-hmm. of them are, are functioning, and but they could be. Phones. Yeah. So, I mean, we're always surrounded by cameras. Big Brother is out there. Cameras and microphones. It just yeah. is what it is. But that, I wanted to talk about that. So I, I really dug this topic because it, it tells you about history. Yeah. Um, How they influence a lot. Yeah, the government can influence a lot. They can influence people to do horrendous acts, which is, I think, what a, a lot of this is. You get enough influence on people. There's people out there that are fucking crazy. True. True facts. So, guys, go check out Cointelpro. Cointelpro. There you go. You can't keep saying it wrong. Because I'm not. A lot of people pronounced it that way. All right, let's find out.
A lot of people, a lot of stuff that I, they pronounced it that way. Let's find out. Okay. Let's click on this. Let's click on the top one. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Left for you to do. You know what it is. This is an anonymous letter sent by the FBI to Martin Luther King, urging him to commit suicide. He was one of the primary targets for the FBI's illegal surveillance program in the 60s called COINTELPRO. Okay. Now. The report identified black identity extremists as a threat to law enforcement. Critics say the report is eerily similar to the FBI's 20th century counterintelligence program. COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO. Next one. You want me to hit the next one? I mean, I don't really care because I've heard it both ways. So. I have not heard it the other okay. way. Okay. So. All right. That's fine. Let's hit COINTELPRO is alive today. It is. We know the government watches us, but what about when government surveillance changes the course of history? In the 1960s, the U.S. government started a program called COINTELPRO, or the Counterintelligence Program. The program was a series of secret FBI initiatives targeting activists, political, and minority groups. The American Indian Movement, the Black Panthers, Martin Luther King, women's and civil rights groups, Vietnam War protesters, and anyone who got the government seeing red. Tactics used included infiltration and surveying and discrediting leaders and causes in order to undermine entire movements and organizations. But a lot of what COINTELPRO did was illegal, and it was officially disbanded in 1971. Though if you ask many activist groups and political dissidents, it still exists, just in another form. Just telling you it's the NSA. Yeah. So yeah. So Co- out there. Come and tell pro. All right. Uh so go look into that. That's actually a lot of um interesting stuff about on that topic. I really dug it. Yeah, it's cool. Anything dealing with Martin Luther King, I feel like I'm always invested in. I'm always like, oh, because I feel like oh anything with all he of wasn't it. assassinated, man. I wonder what our life would be like. We don't know. I know, it sucks. All right, play the clip. Yeah. There's a clip that I, um, I guess Agent M had already seen it, but I had not, and I thought it was a sweet clip that I thought we could play. Uh, did you watch the Kobe Bryant memorial thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not, but I saw clips of it. How was it? It was good. Was it sad? The world was heartbroken yesterday by a helicopter yesterday, accident in Los Angeles that claimed the lives of nine people, including that of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. Kobe was such a life force, so strong and creative and inspired that in my head I thought that he was going to live forever. I, I met Kobe when he was 17 and I was 21. He was a rookie on the Lakers and I was just starting out in the comedy scene in L.A. We were at a party and we didn't know anyone at the party so we just started talking and I said like, hey, what do you do? And he goes, I play basketball. I go, uh, where? And he goes, for the Lakers. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, he goes, what do you do? I'm a stand-up comic. We just got along. We hit it off, started talking. He was telling me he was into poetry, and I met his sister. She was there. And, uh, and so then the guy that was having the party said, uh, hey, guys, who wants to make a beer run? And uh, Kobe wasn't drinking. He was 17. So he goes, uh, I'll do it. He goes, Jimmy, you want to come? So I go, okay. So I get in the car. It's me and Kobe Bryant. And we, he's brand new in L.A., and me too. I didn't know L.A. at all. And we drive down Sunset Boulevard to this place called Pink Dot. Yeah, it looked like a 7-Eleven. I, I thought it was a 7-Eleven. You pulled in. And uh, but it wasn't a 7-Eleven anyway. Uh, so I go in <laughs> and I, I open the door. And it's locked, and the guy goes, 
sorry, I can't sell you anything. And I go, we just want to get uh, the beer, some beer right there. And he goes, yeah, I can't do that. And I go, but just real quick, we know what it is. It's just there. And he goes, yeah, th that's not how the way this place works. We're delivery only. We're not allowed to sell things. And I go, uh, okay. And then Kobe takes out his ID and he puts it up against the glass and he goes, I'm a Laker. <laughs> And the guy opened the door, and <laughs> we walked out with five cases of beer, and we saved the party. So we, we saved the party, we said goodnight, and of course, uh, Kobe went on to become a legend. Five NBA titles, two Olympic gold medals, 18 all-star appearances, one of the most brilliant and most respected players in NBA history. And when we'd run into each other over the years, we'd laugh about that night that we first met. <laughs> we'd laugh at all the good things that had happened since. And we laugh about how much fun it was to raise kids and all the stupid mistakes we made trying to figure out how to be good dads. And Kobe had four daughters, and I had two daughters. And today, he and one of his girls are gone. But I think I, I knew Kobe enough to know that he rose to any challenge by digging deeper and getting back to work. So let's honor Kobe, Gianna, and the other lives that were lost yesterday by following his example. Love your family, love your teammates, and outwork everyone else in the gym. To Vanessa and all those affected by this tragedy, we love you and will always be there for all of you. Kobe, when we meet again, we're going on a beer run. <laughs> I just thought that was super sweet. I thought it was super sweet. So, and that the fact that they were so young at the time, like neither yeah. of them were like, you know, these big <clears throat> stars or whatever, and they just hit it off. So I just thought that was a very sweet thing. I did not watch the memorial. It was good. It was good? Okay. For gotcha. for what it can be, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, so I'm looking for a song <laughs> to go out on. Oh, okay, guys. We are the XD Experience. You can check us out everywhere. XDExperience.com. Give us a like on Facebook. We share a bunch of stuff. Instagram, I'm starting to get that popping again. You got Twitter. Uh, you can call and leave us a voicemail. 1-802-483-3682. And as always, I love you. And my buddy Tom said to shout him out. So. Cool. <laughs> um, Agent M, Inspector M. Allen Gidget. Caldwell. I'm going to go out on a song called With Friends Like These, Who the Fuck Needs COINTELPRO. Oh, okay. This sounds I don't know what it is, but let's I'm just going to click listen. it. Let's just listen. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Diana, you're going to say your thing? Oh, sorry. I was, what I, the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Diana Fire, all y'all bitches. <laughs> Tip your strippers. Called Propagandy is the name of the band. Today's Empire, Tomorrow's Ashes, the name of the album. On the Green Day. I took his words. So. That have something to do with the